Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by the Made to Measure Leggings class from SewHere.com. This online class brings ZD right into your sewing room to show you how to measure, draft, and construct a pair of leggings based on your personal measurements. Go to SewHere.com leggings to find out more and get access to all the videos and course materials immediately. That's SewHere.com leggings. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. I'm ZD Donahue. And we are Halloween debriefing this episode. I don't have my stuff together enough. I think last year we... Co- uh, we we podcasted about the costumes before Halloween. We did or like on it or something. Yeah, because no, we did. Like I got them finished. Well, we you know, did, yeah. Now right. now it landed on a funny day this year. You know we right because it was on Thursday, so it's not well, like we could podcast about it. I think we had to get it. them ready a lot <laughs> earlier last year for certain things. It seemed like yeah. So we're just gonna talk about uh, Halloween costumes that we made and how we sourced things for them and various things like that. Now, did you make a Halloween costume, Mom? I made two black capes and then a black, like, Grim Reaper robe thing. Yeah. And I refurbished (laughs) one of the witch's hats for, like... The 60th time? Well, I think it might only have been the third time. And I finally had to take the wire out of the brim and put a new brim, a new wire in. (laughs) It it was just like, it was gone. Well, and I I did. I figured out that that hat was probably about 37, 37, 38 years old. You had a a, uh, place, um, an environment in mind. Yes. For for your costumes. Right. So last year we had my... Your your dad and me and your Aunt Lauren, right, uh-huh. had seen this posting on Facebook or something or Instagram or whatever, I don't yeah. know, where in Seattle, these paddleboarders had all, you know, donned witches' hats, hats and, and outfits, outfits and, yeah. and paddled down some river there or something. And we're like, we're doing that next year at Wakanda, which is a place that... It's called, it's Wakanda Lake. It's in LaGrange, Missouri. It's a place we go. Illinois. It's in Illinois, isn't it? it's in Missouri. Because I think there's like a Wakanda, Illinois. Oh, there might. No, it's not Wakanda. It's LaGrange. Yeah, I know, but the lake. Okay, okay, all right. It's Lake Wakanda. I got it. Got it. Sorry. But anyway, um, last year when we went there, it was kind of very, 
when we went paddleboarding in a new lake, we went a different lake than we had the previous year there, okay, it was very mystical looking and all this. And then we, when we saw that thing with the witches, we're like, we're going to do this at Lake Wakanda next year. So uh-huh. that was our plan. And it was kind of interesting, too, because then we got there, and we did not realize that. We went a weekend earlier than we went last year. Yeah. They started handing out these flyers and all this stuff, and I have a little coaster and everything about <laughs> the big spooktacular that was taking place on the Saturday that we were there. So we had to go out to the dollar store and buy candy, and we bought some Halloween decorations. All I had was a ceramic pumpkin with me. So oh, well, good for we you had for to do participating. The, so we had to do the whole thing. In right. the spirit. So anyway, we had the festivities there were starting at 7, so we got out on the lake at like 6, 6, 6.15 because we knew that the sun, sun was going to go down. And um, we paddled in. So, so made... we put all of our, yeah, we put all of our stuff in a big plastic uh-huh. trash bags and zip bags on our boards. And we paddled back into like the woods. And then we dressed on the paddle boards. This is creepier is that than wild? I could have imagined. You didn't yeah, even know right. all that I didn't happened. Even know. I didn't even and know. it was raining. That's why I have to podcast And it was you. raining. Right. So it was you and Lauren and Jerry and Scott. Right. Scott stayed on oh, he was a photographer. Right, I he st- he stayed on the bank with Toto, ha, ha. <laughs> with, <laughs> with, with their little log. Yeah. So if anybody happened to see the post, there's a video, and I'm screaming, "I'll get you and your little dog too!" And it, he so did Scott, have a little dog. Why yes. did did you make Scott a Dorothy costume? No. Next year. No. Okay. But um, <laughs> I did offer him like an a cape or anything he just wasn't going to dress up for us but jerry dressed up oh yeah he Lauren was it. dressed okay up. he has already asked me if i can make the paddles look more like brooms for next year he is into it that that's a really valid that's a valid thing he is really like into Absolutely. it i said not a problem i can do it. okay yep Yep, it'll be done. Order up, right? I, I've got it all fit. Well, and you know, that's kind of nice because I'm building it in my head how I'm going to do it, right? Yeah, we'll still only get them ready by the day before we well, need them Well, it might be year, true, but, but it's still in my head and ready to do, right? <laughs> yes. So you were paddleboarding witches, wizards, warlocks right. this year. Right. Uh, yeah, tell us a little bit. Did you have to do anything special to make those? or You, you know, know, not really. Tell I, us about sewing. I, I did. I did. Well, if you talked about sourcing, right? Mm-hmm. Where did I source the fabric? Where did you source the fabric? I sourced the fabric from our fabric library, from our stacks, and um, it you know it's kind of funny because how long do you think the one black fabric, the one that you use to make gym jumps? Yeah, well, we'll get that. We'll get to that I, later. Yeah. Do you yeah. think that's like twenty years old? At least, right? At least. But it was just like really cool fabric. So I sourced all of the fabric out of. Right here. Right. And um, having a bunch of black fabric will always serve well, you well. And I have to tell you, when I bought this black fabric, I was thinking witches and warlocks and that uh-huh. kind of costuming stuff because most of it had like a little, it might have had a little bit of a sparkle or some oh, of, okay. one of it, ha- one is that sequin stuff, you know, so it was all like costumey fabric pretty much that right. I thought about. But uh, I did on the capes. Well, on the on the, sort of the Grim Reaper Roby thing, it had big, long, you know, sleeves, like the right. bell sleeves. But on the witch's capes, I did put a slit. I made a side seam 
Uh-huh. And I put a slit. I had a, like a shoulder seam that went down into a side seam. And I put a slit where we could put our hands, our arms out, because I did not know how that was going to work. Yeah, paddling. Yeah, well, I mean, it would have stayed on, but were they all going to go to our back? Yes. You know, and I wanted some sort of to be towards the front, I mean, too. I did make a cape last year that has excellent range of motion. Right. And we all, <laughs> yes, and we also <laughs> decided we would be wearing our life jackets underneath them. Because if we fell into the water with all this garb yeah. on, and the water was also like cold, Freezing. Yeah, yeah, that we thought we better like law has it we only have to have the jackets on the board with us, right? But we uh, decided we would wear them under the costumes. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah, because that's very true. If you are going to do like. Um, a costume like that on the water. Right. I mean, it is a safety concern. Now you... Well, your dad's weighed already, like, I swear, 10 pounds. Because it was, well, you know, it's a big robe. And and I thought, if it gets wet, he's he's gone. Now, did you wear any special shoes? Because you were asking about your shoes. Um, I I did. I did. I wore my um, neoprene shoes. Oh, okay. um, You were asking about ballroom shoes, though. Was oh, that, that was a different else? thing. That was oh, okay, for something else. Yeah, I, I did was, not wear my ballroom okay, shoes on I a paddleboard. I tried to wear just my Chaco sandals on a paddleboard once, and uh-huh. it threw my balance off so much that I immediately fell off the paddleboard. Oh. And then I got on with bare feet, and I was fine. Well, but bare, the cho- feet, bare feet are always the fun. The, the Chacos best. have such a yeah. thick sole on them. Mm-hmm. I think it just really threw me off. I have a pair of neoprene boots, Yeah, especially... When, when you cold. know the water's cold, if you're going to have to, you you try, you know, you're trying not to get wet, right? You, but uh, sometimes, and actually, we did have to walk in a little bit of water, sure, just because it was raining and all this. So, in fact, the boards were like full of mud, just full <laughs> of mud. But um, it was well worth it. Did other it was people a blast. see you in your costume? People were yelling at were us. Were they like so? People excited? were saying that's a great costume. Oh my gosh, how'd you think to do that? Of course, the ultimate you could, reward, you like really answer right. them right <laughs> um so no we got people were looking and coming up to the shore and be, there was one woman who like stopped in her car and asked scott if he knew us and he denied he knew us and like to see what she would say and she was saying that is just the coolest idea i wonder how they thought that up and all that i mean we did steal the idea but we and but that, we did but we did take we we did pursue it okay right? i want to know how old that article is because it gets shared every year Last year was the first time I the saw it. The first time you saw it. Yeah, I'm going to go I'm going to yeah, go look it up. You can go look, but last time it, was the first year I saw it. Yeah, yeah. And paddleboarding hat was more popular, you know, in the great northwest. Everything Certainly long before it was the, here. They're the trendsetters for sure. Well, North, right now and we in would we would rare I mean we often we actually this year on one of our trips in inside Missouri actually saw two other paddle boarders, like two set like not together you know yeah and we were like shocked oh really because we, we you don't see that many you're the trend yeah yeah you don't see that many yeah. uh okay a lot of kayakers though lots so of kayakers th- those were the halloween costumes you made this year right i'm thinking you didn't have to make anything for hills kids or anything i'm th- i think no i don't think i made yeah. anything else okay well let's take a break and uh come back and we'll talk about the halloween costumes that i had to make Hey ZD, 
Wouldn't it be cool if everyone who listened to this podcast could learn how to make perfectly fitting leggings directly from you, the leggings expert? Well, yes, Mal. That's why we produce the Made to Measure Leggings class. I teach anyone, no matter their age, ability, or gender, to make perfectly fitting leggings based on their measurements. And if someone is feeling particularly generous, they can make leggings for anyone who they can get to stand still long enough to measure. You, yes you, can get immediate access to all the videos and course materials in the Made to Measure Leggings class by going to SewHere.com leggings. This online class allows you to complete the process at your own pace, and you own it forever, so you can re-watch it as many times as you need. Stop struggling with the leggings that roll down or sag in the wrong places. I'll be your guide as you create leggings that are made especially for you. No matter what your equipment or skill level, ZD covers everything from measuring, drafting, cutting, and construction on a sewing machine or serger in this class. Go to SewHere.com leggings and get started today. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. And we're back. So, Mallory, did you make any costume or have any costume requests? Or yes. how did that go for you? This is an interesting because year. I was under the impression you were making Wonder Woman, and Wonder Woman never showed up. No, well, yeah. So, Zelda changed her mind a few times. Really? Yes. I also saw that on our <laughs> Facebook, Facebook page, <laughs> a few young mothers said, Oh my gosh, they, they changed, changed their, their mind, mind. 42 times. That, so you, this is a consideration, especially with small children. Yep. Don't make it, don't make the first request and wait it out for just a little bit. Okay. Things could change. Uh-huh. And just make sure they're very, you're very, very clear that once you start making this, they're going to wear yeah, it. Yeah. Setting some kind of deadline. Yeah. Someone said and like. And some sort of parameter. <laughs> someone said like October 15th. I told the kids if right. they, you know, okay, October 15th. Or if I start cutting into it. Right. You know, da da da. Uh oh, I did it. It's okay. You didn't finish a sentence earlier. Okay. But if I start cutting into the fabric, that's the end. No more. Right. No redos or something. No going backwards. And I have to give Zelda credit. Okay, first she said she'd be Shira. And Mallory, was all, months, and Mallory was so excited was so about excited. that. This was months that ago. That was like in July or something. And But she did a really good job last year of staying pretty consistent. Yeah, she did. And I checked in a, a few times, and she said, yes, she wanted to be Shira. And so this is what I thought. Everyone is watching, oop, the new Shira. I love the new Shira. Oh, yeah. Actually, 
when this comes out, the new season of She-Ra will have come out on November 5th. Uh-huh. I am so excited. I'm going to watch it all by myself. Okay. Like, I, I am so you so... can pay attention and really get yes. the storyline. Yes. Yeah. I, I freaking love the new She-Ra. It is amazing. Okay, so... Yeah, do you do know that I made a She-Ra costume back like in the 35 day. years ago yeah, for your I think oldest I used sister? To play with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I was so excited that Zelda said she wanted to be She-Ra, and I thought, oh, I can do kind of the Lightning McQueen thing again. I can make her like a jacket that right. has a cape on it, uh-huh. leggings, like boot covers. It right. can be warm. I'm so excited. Then she starts watching DC Superhero Girls on Netflix and says she wants to be Wonder Woman. And I'm like, okay. Which I was excited about. Right. I was liking Wonder Woman. It's okay. All right. I'm more into She-Ra. Oh, and with the She-Ra thing, I thought, all right, I'm going to get, uh, I'm going to be Catra. Okay. Oh, you were doing the whole family. I, yes. Yeah, I was going to be Catra. And then I was going to make Jerome Bo. And mom, I don't know if you've watched this, but Bo is a male character who wears a crop top. Oh, yeah. And I was like. Jerome's little belly, belly would hang stick. out. Yeah, right. big belly. Uh, but it would have been too cold for that. So anyway, uh, I was thinking Jerome would be Bo. And then what was Derek going to be? Oh, maybe he was going to be Hordak or something. I don't know. Whatever. So I was, Mallory had this all in her head. I was this pretty was excited. So as, it didn't happen. As Mallory is speaking, she's speaking of the weather, too. And we're in the Midwest. God, it was so cold. And there, we could it could be 75 degrees or it can be... 25 degrees yep. here and we had a 25 degree one this time it snowed it snowed. it snowed we woke up to snow on the pumpkins on you've heard of frost on the pumpkins yeah we had snow on. so a lot of the midwest was very very cold this year for halloween so you you try and have a costume that you can underdress right. your kids right. in if you need to so, so you know so that you're not putting their their parkas over their costume and not having any effect if they're going to go out trick-or-treating but then you also i mean you do think oh i don't want this kid to be stifling hot right right so you're you're trying to give some you know leeway in your yes so anyway no zelda changes her mind a good distance from halloween i have to say i like i don't have a lot to complain about here she says i want to be a spider with seven light up purple eyes and so i'm like Really? And I didn't believe her for a while. Right. And she really stuck to it. And I was like, fine, you're going to be a spider, you know. And then Jerome, I didn't really know what he was going to be. And then at one point I was like, you want to be a pumpkin? He's like, I'm be a pumpkin. Yeah. I'd be a pumpkin. There's a, there's a certain. I'd be jack There's a certain age there, like, you get to dress them like you want mm-hmm. until, like, they sort of get into preschool and realize right. they've got a choice or something. So yeah. he, he actually, though, on whatever level he was understanding Halloween, Consistently say, "Hey, what are you gonna be for Halloween?" He's like, "I'd be a pumpkin, yeah, chicka cheat, chicka cheat pumpkin, right. <laughs> like a jack o' lantern," you know. Right. And so he was being real cute about it. Okay, you're gonna be a pumpkin, and then Derek has to be a character from a book for school. That's kind of their uh, policy, and so he said, "I want to be the Cheshire Cat." And since I had to make the Cheshire Cat costume, and he couldn't just put together something himself, he really made time. <laughs> For me to make the costumes. Right. So this weekend, we need to set aside some time for you to sew the costumes. I was like, well, that's very considerate of you. I guess (laughs) since I have to make your costume. Make everyone's. I'm being. And I guess he didn't want a cheesy costume. Yeah, Yeah. he was being real, real nice about it. Just like taking the initiative on setting aside the time. And I was like, well, okay, I'm I'm into this. Uh, So I started on these costumes the weekend before Halloween. And I was, things were kind of floating around in my head about what I wanted to do. 
and I ended up going shopping for Halloween costume materials right. and like Zelda's eyes. One things would have been eyeballs she was looking yeah. for. Yeah, I was like, I could make eyeballs, and I was looking at like our sheer fabrics, like our sheer purple. Right. Well, I had thought of ping pong balls too, well, like doing something with a ping pong yeah, ball. And, yeah. Okay. So and then she wanted them to light up and be purple, and so I was like, ah. and then I I asked her if they could just glow in the dark, and she said yes. Okay, you know, and so just. I this is one time I hate shopping in <laughs> physical, you know, places, right. and it was a madhouse. Yeah. Everyone was shopping for costumes. I was gonna buy the pumpkin. I was right. like, oh, I'll go just go buy right. a pumpkin costume. Nope, not morning left. <laughs> nope, yeah. I went to like the used kids clothes right. store. I went to all these different department stores. No pumpkin, pumpkin. costumes. So I ended up buying like an orange, a, a large orange T-shirt, is a long sleeve T-shirt for Jerome, and I thought, okay, some this will become a pumpkin somehow. And then for Zelda, I did go to the used kids clothing store, and I bought black leggings, and I bought a black T-shirt. She didn't have any plain. Just black, plain black, right? You know, stuff. Now she does. She did have a sparkly skirt. Yeah. Oh, I also bought her black boots at this used children's clothing store it's called once upon a child if it's, it's a it's franchise a, we have them around the yeah the, around the uh, US. u.s i really like shopping and they there. have high quality so they have high quality pre-worn clothing and they very much do like when they take it in make sure it's in good condition right it has to be in good condition mm-hmm. you know um and so i love shopping there because i'm not buying new right i'm buying used uh and that makes me happy for multiple reasons but well and here's another warning that i just thought of as uh-huh. you were speaking when mallory said and there were no pumpkin costumes yeah. so be careful what you promise that child oh yeah okay <laughs> if 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 you're not up to making the costume and you think you're going to purchase it maybe you know before you get real, real set on something, sort of say, well, we're going to have to find Look, it or do it, whatever, right. Mm-hmm. Because you can, there can be some real disappointment there that you have to deal with that's not very pleasant. Yeah, so I, the reason I brought up the shopping thing is because I actually was thankful that I had to go to a few different stores uh-huh. because I found some solutions that I wouldn't have thought of. Right. Okay, so with the eyeballs, right. I went to Target to see if there was a pumpkin costume. And, like, I'm not going to go to Target and buy her leggings and a T-shirt for right. price when I can get them at that used clothing the store. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was surely going to go there for those things. But I went to Target and I went to the dollar spot and they had this garland that of was eyeballs. eyeballs yes. You know? And it didn't light up. But I was going to be putting them on her head. And I thought, I don't think this four-year-old can handle, like, a battery pack somewhere right. on her body. And da 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 Oh, look at there. Yeah, I caught myself. da 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 uh, So I didn't I, – I was like, I'm just going to get this garland of eyeballs. Well, and I wouldn't – I wasn't right. looking for it. Right. I was going to make eyeballs. And I'm so glad I went to Target and found those. I, now, was it in the Halloween stuff or the It was the in dollar the dollar spot. spot uh-huh. Okay? Yeah. So it was in the dollar spot. And – I think also in the dollar spot was this thing of glitter paint. Uh-huh. And there was it was like a set and there was purple glitter paint in there. So this garland of eyeballs, they were kind of a, a white foam and then they had a iridescent silver Yeah, it looks like a little C D disc. Yeah, like a the C D disc. It looks like a, a miniature C D ROM is the iris are. of the eye. Yeah, if yeah. you know if you know what one of those um what a CD ROM is. 
And then a black, like, middle of the eyes. Right. Thought, okay. Uh, uh, I, that I would can, be called the pupil. There yeah. we go. I can um, incorporate purple into this. Right, you right, know, right. With this glittery paint and stuff. So I was actually pretty thrilled about that. So I found that while I was shopping. And then also at Target. Okay, and these eyeballs are bigger than a ping pong ball. Okay. They're real big. They're big. They're big. Then when I was at Target, I also found in the clearance section a purple hoodie for my husband to right. be the Cheshire Cat. And that is, I was looking for a purple sweatshirt. I said to Derek, I was like, we'll just put the face on the front and right. put some stripes on it. And he was like, okay. Because it's know. kind of hard to teach school while you have a Cheshire Cat head over your head. Right. And he, you know, I thought about making him like a whole onesie and all right. this. But I, yes, it was less... Less intrusive, right. right? So that was nice. Um, and then I think it was that, yeah, those were the things I ended up purchasing. Uh-huh. I came home with the oversized orange T-shirt and the garland of eyes and the purple hoodie. And the black. And, the, and that paint. Um, and the black boots and the, and the, and black, the black little outfit. And the tights, right. The black for the spider, right. like the under layers of the spider. So uh, to create the Cheshire Cat costume, if you're a ZigZag member, you've got access to that uh, knit applique live mm-hmm. broadcast from last October, from October of 2018. Once again, this is like the best costuming um, <laughs> thing I feel like we've ever done is sort of just perfect this technique. We have and, perfected it, yes. And practice it and everything. And so this hoodie had a, a, a kangaroo pocket. So maybe right. it's actually called a bunny hug. A, yes. Right? Is this, can, did I Canada. buy a bunny hug? In Canada. Yeah, yeah. I bought a bunny hug. And I actually took the pocket, I took the top seam off. It was just like cover stitched on. Right. Or it wasn't cover stitched. So she double. released the top yeah. of the pocket and from so the body. And so then I got to yeah. put the Cheshire Cat's mouth there, right. sewed it back together. So now the pocket's still usable right. behind his mouth. And then I put eyes up above. Right. And I was trying to decide how I was going to outline him. And he just needed outlines. Yeah, and he I'm I'm need... like into Sharpie, okay? So yeah, I'm like, mom's I'm saying, Sharpie. I'm like, Sharpie, do Sharpie. But... I didn't think it would show up as right. nicely as I wanted right. it to. So I was like, we need some puff paint. Okay, I think, speaking of stuff that's 20 years old, there's some black tulip puff paint over there. I think we moved here from St. Louis Is that what or you something. use? No, oh. it's not. Because I tried to Is use it. Is it rock hard? It all, no, it's oh. separated. Oh, it's separated. And I tried yeah. to mix it up. I tried to mix Maybe it up. Mark. And I thought, let's well, just buy some why don't we? Paint. Why don't we go through the puff paint? <laughs> and um... No, I think we... I think we moved that stuff from Chesterfield. Well, some of it might. Well, I was Do you? I don't know. Because, yeah, probably because I don't think I've puff painted I know. much since I've been. Okay, so you know, to me, puff paint, I don't think of anymore. Okay, I'm yeah. thinking of puff right. paint, and I'm being a little puff paintist. I'm like, oh, puff paint. You know, I right. sew, you know, things. I'm not going to paint this costume, but... It was going to give me the cartoony, right. animated look I wanted. And, so and like, some texture. Mm, yeah. I yes. was like, no, I need the puff paint. So I outlined the Cheshire Cat, all of his features and whatnot, in the black puff paint. Right. And I also just did the outline of You his did his head. eyebrows really good with it, yes. too. And you know what? There, one of it. His face, like the outline of his face, it's a little asymmetrical, and I wish it wasn't, but oh well. It's just 
how it is. One side's better than the other, uh, for you sure. You got better as you went along. Well, I was doing it really last minute. Yeah. I had to go do something the evening before it was due, and I was like, I'm going to do it so it can have it as much to dry. time to dry. That's the only thing about puff paint is but it has to dry. Right. It does dry pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then for the stripes, so I only put stripes on the arms of the hoodie. Right. And... Mom told me to open up the arms of the hoodie, and she was totally right, and that's right. what I did. So what Mallory's saying is she, you know, basically put a stripe around the arm. Yeah. And she said, oh, I can get that on the, the, free arm. the free arm. And I said, you can, you know, do what you want. Do what you're most comfortable with. Do what with. you want. But I but- said, <laughs> I would probably open the seam because it would go faster. It would be easier. So it would be easier for me to release that seam and put it back together. Then and you didn't use released it between the cuff and the arm yeah, tie, right? And to be honest, I still put it around the free arm a little yeah, bit sure. near the cuff, uh-huh. uh, but it's just three big stripes and it's out of this metallic pink. It's fabric. out of my performance fabric that yep. I allowed Derek to use before I even got to use That's it. That's right. So, like the muzzle of his face is this pink, the stripes are the pink. He had a white smile and yellow eyes and then everything else was the black puff paint and I was actually I was like ooh this is fun I am having fun with this puff paint when it turns out it doesn't matter what it is I was it's like fun, right? I'm having a good t- no I was like I'm enjoying the fine tip I'm enjoying ah! how it's coming no I w- okay because I bring this up because when Derek was shopping for puff paint first of all he told me at first that Joanne's didn't have any and yeah, I was like uh-huh. what is the world coming to if this is true like, well I think every there's a couple what, other places that have what it. right you know okay so especially then he, black then yeah. he finds it and then he finds glow in the dark puff paint yeah and I was like, okay, get that. I can put it on Zelda's eyes. Eyeballs, right. So I put the glow in the dark puff paint around the eyes so it accompanies the purple. And I am now obsessed with glow <laughs> in the dark puff paint. I want to do lots of things with right. it. I just want to paint with puff Why paint. Why didn't you outline um, Jump's little I could features? Have, I yeah. could have outlined his features with it. I could have done a lot of things, but I'll tell you what. I'll Lantern tell you face. what. Yep. Zelda's preschool every year has this like preschooler rave that they call Glow Night. Uh huh. And we are gonna You're have ready for it, huh? some cool costumes. Okay. We're all gonna get glow in the dark things yeah. that I'm going to decorate with glow in the dark pup paint and I'm gonna be in my happy place because I'm now obsessed. I outlined the teeth around Zelda's right. hood with it. So I I am um very pleased with my personal discovery of how much I love glow well, in the dark. I, I think what we can learn from that is you shouldn't rule out any way to do something. Don't be um materialist. Well well <laughs> don't don't be arrogant. Yeah. Right? About about your process. I'll make now, a note of that. Obviously, obviously we have seen things so badly. And it doesn't mean sewing's yeah. bad, no, right? No, or, no, you're right. You're right. You know what I'm saying? Are you seeing things and you've seen some pretty raunchy puff paint stuff and, and you know and you've seen some pretty cool some puff pretty paint. cool puff right paint right stuff. so don't you know don't just remember the bad stuff like right the, the media very, very right. right there's a place for all the media yeah uh so i love puff paint now i think it has its place and i want to do lots of fun stuff with it okay so now on to Zelda's costume, okay? And this is where Annie Soft and Stable gets to shine in our lives again. I don't think we've talked about it in a while. Probably not. Okay, so if you don't know what it is, Annie Soft and Stable is this really cool sewable foam uh, that is it's just wonderful. It's just really cool stuff. You can sew it really easily. It keeps structure. It's lightweight. 
And I love it. And when you're working with it with knits. It's really good for things like animal ears. Yeah. Purses. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anything that you want stiff but yet to stay pliable. Yeah. So I was trying to figure out Zelda's spider legs. And I saw lots of costumes where like they made six legs that attached on the back of the costume. And then the legs were, the tips of the legs were attached to like the wrists so that when they raised their arms, it would look like they were moving all their legs. So I thought, I'm going to do that. So I made spider legs and I'm going to, we're talking about this. Like I kind of had it figured out, but I kind of had to figure it out as I went along. (laughs) I made a spider leg. They looked like kind of like check marks. Okay, yeah, like, like a, a check, yeah. Like an asymmetrical V, you mm-hmm. know. And so I made six spider legs and how I did it was I had these scraps of Annie Soft and Stable and the legs are actually two pieces. Like each of the six legs is two pieces of Annie Soft and Stable that was pieced together. And you together. only needed six legs because her, her arms, arms were, two. were two of them, right? Yes. So I pieced together the Annie Soft and Stable. When you want to make a shape out of it, all you have to do is zigzag over it to join it. So I, you know, cut two pieces, butted them up together to make that kind of check mark sort of shape, zigzagged those. Okay, now I have my six Annie Soft and Stable legs. And this is where we thought, oh, well, we can just leave it black because this is black Annie Soft and Stable. I didn't think that. I said they need sparkle. And I thought that they could just be left black. I was like, I don't know. I said they need sparkle. I had been using this other fabric in these costumes that's this stretchy, chenille, sparkly it's black like, stuff. It looks like black, shiny ast- astroturf. <laughs> that is exactly what it looks like. Black, shiny but astroturf. But it's soft. But it's soft. And I bought a bolt of this, apparently, Mallory says, probably 20 years ago, and we've made witches out of it and cats out well, of it. Well, I was and... 12, okay, yeah. or something. When I wore, I mean, maybe maybe 14, when I wore the costume, I'm thinking about it, but it's not like you bought it that year. No, no, no. We already had it. Yeah. And the original costume that we used, that I'm remembering here, you know, using this fabric, I was a tap dancing rabbit in a fire prevention skit right. in ninth grade. And do you know why <laughs> I bought that fabric? What I bought it for? What? I bought it for just in case. When I found it. <laughs> Now, when I found it, I believe it was at Walmart, honestly. Uh huh. And I was like, this could be so many great costumey things. Well, it's like sparkly black and, fur. And it's a knit. Uh huh. So it stretches to, like, I mean, it, there's just so many things about it that are amazing. Yes. So, and no, you know, the whole bolt was there. Nobody was buying it. They no. didn't know what to do. Nobody okay. knew what to do with it. That's why Walmart fabric is so amazing. Yeah. Because nobody knew what right. was going on. I've actually bought bolts of silk there that no one knew. No what one to knew do what it. was happening. But anyway, <laughs> I I bought this and had no purpose for it. Right. Right. Okay. Well, I so then I'm finding use for it. And what I did was I sprayed the Annie Soft and Stable legs. And then I put them sprayed them with sprayed them temporary with temporary adhesive. Yeah, temporary adhesive. Well, it's not temporary. Really? Yeah, I think the stuff is. we're using, is it temporary? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, temporary adhesive? I think it washes out. Okay. And Maybe I... if you don't wash it out, it's going to stay there, but it will disintegrate. I mean, you need to sew on it. You can't just okay. count it as glue. Okay. Right. 
So I laid down the legs onto the fabric. And, right. of course, the way the legs are, they kind of, like, stack. So I was doing this on scraps right. of the fabric. And right. so on one scrap, I could fit two legs. On another scrap, I could fit three. Right. So I basted, glue-basted them down. And then I went over to the sewing machine, and I just zigzagged around the edges of the right. legs. And then I trimmed. And I wanted the black to be on the other side. Right. Okay, so then I sprayed again laid them down, zigzagged and trimmed. And I did this. I didn't sandwich it in zigzag because there would be no way for me to see what was happening. I'd have to feel (laughs) the Annie soft and stable because it was black. Um, And with a knit like this, when you're appliquing, if you have the chance to sew and then trim, it's just so much easier. It's so easy. You know, instead of cutting to the exact... Uh, shape or yeah, something. Yeah, I saw somebody cutting scallops the other day yeah. before they sewed before them, they sewed I thought, oh, I have such an easier so way to do that. It seems like it's twice the amount of sewing, because I did have to go over them twice. Yeah, but it worked. But it went so fast. <laughs> right. And I, I I mean, I assembly lined them. Right. You know, all one side, Actually, you out. wouldn't even have had to zigzag it. You could have straight stitched it, Oh, actually. probably. Uh, well, it kind of overcast. I think it it's nice. nicer to have it that overcast. Nice. Right. Yeah. But if somebody's questioning, I'm just saying, you yes. could have you could have just basted you're, it on you're with totally the, your right. machine. Right. Yeah, you're totally right. Because right. it didn't need to stretch. Right. Um, so I zigzagged it, and it was uh, it was a very I nice I would have zigzagged, edge. too. Um, and so did did that. And then I put little purple sequin tips right. on the legs in much the same way, except I wrapped the sequins around like so it's like a triangle that got wrapped around and um it zigzagged those edges with um i still used black thread yeah it didn't even matter especially on the costume nope and so then to incorporate that purple elsewhere i put it i made annie soft and stable spider pincers Right. And put them on her, too. But we haven't gotten to the helmet yet. The, that's or the, the hood. The hood. Yes. The balaclava. Yes. So to attach these Annie soft and stable legs to the shirt, I put, you know, a, I would say a set of legs is two legs, that one, right. one left and one right. Put them on top of each other. And I used the eyelet punch. If you have a baby lock sewing machine, <laughs> you have an eyelet punch <laughs> most of the time. It is... The most random tool I feel to inc- like, I know that the machines have an eyelet stitch, right? But like, lots of machines have eyelet stitches and don't come with eyelet That's punches, right. <laughs> but the baby locks do. So, if you have a baby lock sewing machine, this may have come with your machine. If you've bought the buttonhole cutter kit, right. it has the eyelet punch. And I just punched a hole in these legs, and I wasn't worried where about they, where they would attach where to they the would body. attach to the back because, and I didn't have to worry about finishing them. Right. Annie Soft and Stable doesn't fray. This knit AstroTurf stuff doesn't, it sheds a little bit, but it doesn't fray. Yeah, it likes to shed. It sheds. And if you cut it, of course, you're cutting some of the, yeah. you know, the hairy parts off, right. so you get that. So it'll shed a little bit. Right. Okay. But it's not going to fray, so I didn't have to finish that off, right. really. And then I attached them to the t-shirt with a button. And it's the buttons that I used on my orange blouse. Have we mentioned how I didn't know where those buttons were? No. Okay. Well, well, maybe that's for another episode. Uh, so I attached them with a black button. So they basically have a buttonhole through them. Attached them with this black button, making sure not to pierce the fabric, but to just go through the hole. So it's a joint. Okay. So the legs can move independently of one another. All right. So three sets of those. And then I also put... I used the eyelet punch, and I punched through the tips of the legs. Right. And I used a sparkly purple 
recording that we had and knotted it before and after each little eyelet so that it would stay uh, taut, you know, between those. Right. And I attached it just to a little cuff that I made out of the purple dot sequin right. to put on her hand. And all I did was tack that to the T-shirt. Oh, you did with, tack it. I, I hand, didn't know if you tacked it. I just it. hand yeah. tacked it the morning she was, like, supposed to wear it. Right. Uh, I tacked it by hand. I didn't even applique it all the way on. Yeah. I. It was such a, such a small opening. Right. I didn't need it. To be all the way on there. Right. The dot sequin doesn't fray either. Right. Okay. Uh, and it was a little loose, so since I tacked it, it's not like she would be overstretching it. Right. Uh, and that was perfect. So the legs went on great. She's wearing her sparkly skirt and her black leggings. Fabulous. And they, they all moved together. Right. Yes. They did. So moving on to the hood, which was actually the first thing I did. I went and took one of Zelda's little hooded sweatshirt things that she has, and I used... Oh, you got the shape. I got the shape for the hood, but I cut it out wrong the first time, okay? I... The hood, when you have a hood, it really only accounts for the back half of your head, okay? And so I needed this to come around the front. Right. So at first, I cut too far in. It Uh was like I... You know, it wasn't deep enough. So then then I had the hood, and I cut more. I gave her, like, the front of her head. And I, so the the hood has just this one, like, back seam, you know. Right, giving to, it an arc for the To back give of it head. shape. Right. And I didn't finish the edges of this fabric, and it's fine. I mean, I'm not saying it would work for every single fabric right. or that you shouldn't finish the edges, but it was A-okay. Now, the neck would not go over her head. This fabric wasn't stretchy enough oh, okay. for that neck part to just go over her head. So I had to cut that, and I knew I'd have to put a closure. Right. Um, but then... I used our handy-dandy pantyhose-covered creepy head that's too small for an adult head but is perfect size for a child's head, and I put the hood, the balaclava thingy on that and placed the eyes. Right. So the eyes were all tacked on with pearl cotton just in place, but they were kind of spreading out a little too much. Mm-hmm. I was like, this thing is going to stretch a bit. So they do have some pearl cotton. Chained them together. Running the through cotton. them. Yeah. yeah uh, to, you know, right. to give them. I wanted them to be closer to look right. like spider right. eyes. Like, that like were, a, a bunch of eyes. Yes, exactly. together. So it wasn't really happening like that. So no. I just take my needle and thread and just sewing through them, everybody. Right. Like, go, go, go. Um, And that worked really well. I was happy not to glue the eyes. I think that's a place where a lot of people maybe would have used glue. Well, and, you know, I think you're probably right to sew it because the thing that bothers me about glue on anything is, is it going to stiffen it up or something like that? You know, and I I think it might have stiffened it up a little bit, too. Okay, I think it would have stiffened it up. And also this fabric, this AstroTurf we're talking about, it's very porous. Well, that's true, too. Okay, and so I think that it would not have held very well. Right, right. Also. Well, and that's glue in any situation. Yeah. Glue can rub off or pop Mm -hmm. off. Where if you've got the stitch through something, you you do have an extra modicum of security. Yeah, I really felt like they weren't going to pop off. That's what I was afraid of with the glue. I was like, these are just going to pop off if I glue them on here because this isn't a stable surface. It's a very unstable surface. Now, since it was an unstable surface, it's not like I sewed the bejesus out of it because I still wanted to stretch a little bit. Um, And I don't know what these eyeball things were made of. Some kind of polyester, like, felt sort of They're really weird. They're very weird. They almost remind me of the little, you know, um, balls 
the what do you, oh, do yeah? you call it? You know, we, we put Cotton them on poodle skirts, you know, oh, the pom pom like, like a little pom pom ball, except they're not as hairy. Yeah, and I was like, I think any glue's gonna melt these. Is They'd be just, a perfect cat toy, I'm telling you that. That that was my hypothesis though, that a glue would melt the whatever right. the heck that could well of. and see there you go. Yeah. That's the other thing with glue. If you haven't tried it out, you don't know what's gonna happen. Now I did have a spare eye. She only wanted seven eyes and the garland had eight eyes. So <laughs> I do have a it's rolling around. There it is. It's right, it's right there. there. It's looking uh, at you. Yep. It's uh, rolling around here somewhere. So I, I tacked those on. I did sew the pincers on. Right. And once again. And the pincers, again, were made out of the Annie purple. Annie Soft and Stable. And, and the purple dot sequin. Yes. And so I cut the that pincers. Then, of course, we had leftover from another costume right. foray. Uh, the pincers, I cut the shape out of the Annie Soft and Stable. I sprayed it. Popped it down on the dot sequin. Zigzagged around the edge. Right. Trimmed, and I didn't put anything on the back right. of those. Because it, it didn't just, show. Face or face. Right. Yeah, exactly. So it wasn't going to show. So it didn't need to have that. And then I put some uh, glow-in-the-dark puff paint on them because I was Because she's addicted now. Puff paint. Um, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, yeah, that was – and then I did all I did for the closure on the balaclava thing was to put a snap on. And actually, I did it wrong. You know, we just did that episode about snaps where you're not supposed to put the male part oh, yeah. like, toward the body. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was just in a hurry and not thinking. And so, anyway, it's, it's on there wrong. Well, didn't matter. <laughs> no. So that's a black metal snap. Like, in that case, it wasn't worth now, switching, taking it off and turning it no. around. Now, this hood thing with these eyes on it, it fit me, an adult, and, and it, most of the people in my aerial class. Yes, it with just tension. I didn't have right. to put the closure I, on. I took it to aerial class to uh-huh. take pictures, and one of uh, the the women there, Jackie, she had come with her spiderweb uh, leggings on. So she, well, she says, "I need the eyes." Perfect. Like yeah. you're a spider on the silk. And she was hang, got her, yeah, she yeah. got herself hanging upside down oh, by her knees on I the silk. Yeah. Do have to tell you that Zelda was like very earnestly. Can you put something on my butt that I can shoot a spider web out of? <laughs> and we were like, well, no. Um, <laughs> like, and she was like, yeah, because that's how a spider that's does it. Right. And she was just like, dead serious. serious. I need a thing on my butt yeah. to shoot web out yeah. of. And we were like, we can't, we can't put stuff on your butt. <laughs> But, Derek we, and I, but but we probably could have thought something. No, up. we got yeah. yeah. You know when you, right. when you're older, go into yeah. a more mature party. You know, uh, well, I'll make it happen for you. But yeah, I was like, I'm I'm sorry that I can't do that for you because sometimes you know, I mean, we we talk about anatomy of animals <laughs> of people. She's very well versed, and I did. And I, she knew how a spider works. Yeah, I felt a little bad that I couldn't honor her request. Uh, the only thing I do have like a little bit of a criticism for myself on this costume the contrast of the legs since they were black on the black t-shirt it wasn't a lot Uh and I think it could have been more like arresting or more uh impressive (laughs) impressive if the legs had been somehow outlined better maybe with puff maybe with glow in the dark puff paint there's still time uh so (laughs) there's there's time I think maybe Jerome has a spider in his future. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I do. I was like, oh, in some of the pictures I took and stuff, it's like black on black. Right. And she's not a big person. Right. So the legs do stick out to the side. Right. But since she's just small, 
I, I think maybe right. on an adult, you would have been able to get right. the picture better. Right. Um, but people got it. But I thought, oh, if I was going to do this for a show or for like, I don't know, if someone was right. going to be like critiquing well, the me. Other, the other thing, too, was I, a mean, thought. I mean, are, are making them bigger. or something. Yeah. But you also have to think of the cumbersomeness of things and, and other things like that. She wore it to dance class. Right. I think I think maybe puff paint outline or yeah, something could have worked. Yeah, I think maybe. Well, yeah. we have another trick or treating event we might yeah. go to that's after Halloween, so maybe yeah. I'll do that. Uh, puff paint to the rescue. Okay, I haven't talked about Jerome's costume. Uh, so Jerome pumpkin. So I took jack o' lantern. Jack o' lantern. Oh, he's guys. He's so cute. I mean, you know, well, just at a really I'm good telling age. You, two he's and, a good two age. and three year olds. Halloween are the best, I think. They're I would say so. They become the age they're animated. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and they're real free with you know. They're I, just like yeah, they're into. I, yeah, yeah. No, they're being they're, it's being real cute. Yeah, yeah. So Jerome was pumpkin, and I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. So the shirt I got him was long sleeved. Okay, the the big orange shirt it was long sleeved, and at first I was like, well, maybe I'll keep those sleeves on because of course it could be cold. But then I was having trouble figuring out how I was going to, how I was going to sort of trap the stuffing that I was using. So what I did was I got a onesie, a long sleeved. When I say, that's, I mean, it's not a onesie. Right? Actually, that's really what a onesie is. That's really what. A, okay, well, other people are calling things like unitards and jumpsuits onesies, onesies and they're not. Well, I think it's me. a. I think it can be a regional thing because, uh, do you know the word? Well, it wasn't when they first came out. Okay. Okay. Onesie was the name like that Somebody baby companies picked. were using uh-huh. for the t-shirts that snapped in the crotch. Okay. And that was a onesie. The word singlet has a very different use in Australia uh-huh. than it does here. Okay. I was like, what? Okay. Uh, I think it just means camisole there. Oh, okay. Because a singlet, well, well we, I would think of a singlet. We refer to a singlet as it has like trunks on it. Yeah. It's like a camisole. Yeah. It's, it's like a leotard with a little bit of leg. Yeah, yeah. No. And, and it's usually like a tank top. Like very different right. uh, word, you know, there right. uh, for, for But that when people say, thing. oh, it's an adult onesie, I'm like, you know, I don't consider pajamas with feet. And long sleeves. They're footed zip- pajamas. <laughs> yeah, I don't consider that a onesie, but people are calling them that. Yeah, the word's yeah. evolving there. They've all, they're all, so whatever you call this thing, it's a t-shirt with long sleeves that snaps in the crotch. Yeah, it was like a baby bodysuit, right. of course, and so people are probably familiar with this. Right. But I thought, okay, this is good, because I'm going to sew this t-shirt, I'm going to gather it up at the hip line, and I'm going to sew it to this little onesie, and so it'll be bigger than the onesie, and I will stuff it. Right. Okay? And this is all working out very nicely. I could use, this is so funny, about Jerome's body. He's two. But this is a 12-month onesie. <laughs> I mean, it's very stretchy. <laughs> but, he, I mean, yeah, he's just kind of stubby, guys. Uh, so... Since since it could buckle around like his crotch, it wasn't coming up over the belly, you know. So I don't think he could wear a twelve month T shirt, but he could wear a twelve month onesie. So I got that onesie. I had put it in the donate pile, everyone. So I don't know. Keep one around for a costume, and it was like navy blue, so nothing to do with the costume, right? Uh, but uh, however, the neckline on those onesies, you know. Babies and kids have proportionately big heads. big heads. So the neckline on this, like, large little boy's shirt 
and the neckline on this onesie were the same size. Were pretty darn similar. Right. Yes, they were very similar. The onesie, of course, they make it so that you can pull it down over their bodies. Right. It's that envelope kind of thing. So it was a little adjustable. Um, so what I did was I sewed elastic to the bottom of the T-shirt. Uh, the elastic was about the width of the 12-month onesie. Okay, or the circumference yes, of the 12-month onesie. So I just stretched the elastic as I sewed it to the hem of the T-shirt. And then I zigzagged over, I zigzagged the T-shirt and the onesie together. together. Okay, so everything's still stretching. Where you wanted. Yeah. So you put the elastic bottom of the T-shirt where on the onesie? Right above the leg hole? Like an inch above the leg hole. Okay. Uh, I put it on him, right. and I was like, okay, this is about where your hip bone-ish right. is, and like your little belly starts here and right. stuff, you know. So it's about an inch above that. And what this did, the, the step of sewing on that elastic, is it gathered the T-shirt together while preserving the stretch. Right. And then applying the it The volume. With, you kept the volume. Yeah. yeah. But then applying the, well, the volume and the stretch. Right. Because if I just right. gathered it up with like a cord no, and it put it on the onesie, over. it wouldn't right. Stretch, so it still needed to stretch. Everything was needing to stretch, so preserving the stretch there. So I put that on, and then I put the uh, onesie necklines together and just zigzagged them together. And then I was still like, how exactly am I going to cut off the stuffing from coming up into, like, the arms and everything? And I was just still thinking about it. I left an opening in the neckline at the back, and I started putting polyfill in. You know what I've skipped? The face. I skipped mm -hmm. appliquing the face on, but we'll get to that later. Uh, and so anyway, I ended up actually cutting the sleeves off of the T-shirt and then gathering up the armholes of the T-shirt so they were closer to the size of the onesie armholes and sewing that together just like I did the hip line. But then I was like, I don't want them to have blue sleeves. This is like a navy blue onesie. So I cut the sleeves off the onesie <laughs> too. <laughs> so he's just got this, these like raw edges, you know, sort of. And I thought, I'm going to put a green t-shirt on. Right. We have a green long sleeve t-shirt. So it's, you know, the, the vine. The it's vine the of the vine. pumpkin. And then I put it, I knew that he's got this little pair of like dark brown cargo pants that I thought, oh, it'll look earthy, you know. Yeah. Now the sleeves of the orange t-shirt are still sitting on my cutting table. And I was like. I'm going to make him a little hat. Right. So I just cut the seams off the sleeves, uh, you know, in order to open them up. So it's she not, didn't waste time no, taking didn't, like, the seams out. Undo the seam right. or anything. And I sewed them together in a big tube. Uh, the arm, the sleeve caps are still on there. And I was like, oh, can those be like ear flaps or something? And I was like, too complicated. Cut it off straight. I put it on my own head. And I thought about like tying the top into sort of a knot or something, but I ended up just, like, surging it together. This all surged together. So it's just this big, long tube. Right. That's just surged together, and it went on over its head, and it's fine. Yep. And ideally, I would have put a stem on it or a leaf, and that didn't happen. But he still looked like a he pumpkin. He looked great. Yeah. Okay, was, so. The shape of it really was nice. Yes, and it was very squishy. Um, but the one thing I didn't cover was the applique. And so what I did just to backtrack a little bit. This was, is before she went pup yes. paint crazy. I told her she had to applique the face on. I'm glad I applique the face on. Yes. I mean, could the pumpkin use some puff paint now? Yeah, maybe. maybe. Is there glow-in-the-dark orange puff paint that I could put on the pumpkin? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, so, <laughs> so I cut out a jack-o'-lantern face from our stretchy black AstroTurf stuff. And I'm glad I did this 
That fabric is a knit, okay? It's not felt. It's a knit. It's a polyester knit. It could be washed and dried, okay? So the thing is, is if you had puff painted the face and then stuffed it, I'm not oh, sure yeah. you would have got it got the nice shape because you wouldn't have got the You're stretch totally right. with it. You're totally right. Also, something else happens later in the story, right, where this becomes important. But, like, fabric and fabric together, you get to treat it like a piece of clothing, right? So... I used the technique that we talk about in the Zigzagger Live broadcast. So he's got two triangle eyes, a triangle nose, and a little, you know, smile with teeth, uh, with a couple teeth. Applicate that on before I did all of that other stuff. And then it's Sunday night before Halloween, Halloween's on a Thursday, and I go downstairs with all these costumes, and I'm like, hey, we're going to try on our costumes. And Jerome gives this guttural, very menacing burp. And I was like, are you going to throw up? And he goes, no. And then he throws up everywhere. And I was like, I'm so glad his costume wasn't on him. I'm so glad. <laughs> but then on Halloween night, he did throw up a little bit on his costume. But since it was all fabric and not puff paint or anything, I got to wash it and throw it in the dryer. And he still went trick-or-treating. And that's I'm right. parent of the year. Yeah, that's right. I took my kid trick-or-treating <laughs> still <laughs> after he had thrown up. Uh, and so anyway... That all worked out nicely. And he actually wore a sweatshirt, then that green long sleeve shirt, and then the pumpkin. So it allowed being layered. Plus, the pumpkin was pretty warm. Oh, yeah, right. Now, had it been warm out, you could have probably left him sort of short-sleeved or sleeveless. Yeah, or just that cotton T-shirt would have been fine. But I do think it was important for me on a kid this little to use that snap crotch onesie to keep the pumpkin down down yes because in place he is so stubby well and it didn't it kept it from getting in his way yeah right oh and he like did not like putting it on because of course he was like trapped in a in a ball of fluff for a second before we got it down but he he was happy uh and we made a big deal about how cute he was as a pumpkin you know uh to make to make that all happy uh but yeah it it was important uh baby lock actually did a a little tutorial this year on making sort of a stuffed pillowcase dress uh-huh. for a pumpkin. It is very similar to what I just uh-huh. talked about. Gathering the bottom, right. stuffing it, you know. Right. But it was for a little bit of an older kid. And so I was sort of thinking about that as I was making this. But I do think that putting it on that onesie was a good idea. A onesie like that also is something that you could get at a used clothing store. Well, right. You're not going to have to pay a lot of money for it. You could. You, right. So if you did accidentally donate all your onesies because your kid's not wearing them anymore. You could go to the used clothing store, and with this one, I could have gotten any color, anything. Right. It could have had the dumbest thing on the front of it, and it wouldn't have mattered because right. it all got covered up. So that's kind of nice. Uh, oh, man. Boy, have I talked about Halloween costumes for a long time. But that's the debriefing. Um, I, once again, glow-in-the-dark per- glow puff paint is is the bee's knees. I'm, I'm super excited about it. I guess I'll let you all know what we dress up as. Uh, at Glow Night. If you're going to make a Tron costume at any point, that glow-in-the-dark puff paint is the way to go. Do you know what I'm talking about? I have no idea know? what a Tron costume is. <laughs> okay, I have to admit, I'm not, like, the person who knows the most about Tron. But it's, like, it's like a black suit with, like, light-up lines Oh, those, on yeah. It. Okay? Uh-huh, I mean, yeah, it's just, yeah. Tron is a, I mean, something about Jeff Bridges. Right. Whatever. Okay, so... <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> Whatever. Do you have anything else to add on Halloween? Did I forget anything? I don't know. We did carry um, the, I think, one of the 30-year-old 
uh, or 35 oh, the year bag, old the bag. Um, Halloween bags did get carried this year. Yes. It was Halloween bags, two Halloween bags that I made for Mallory's older sisters yep. three decades ago that glow in the dark, and they're still glowing in the dark, which is quite amazing. They were like a pre-printed thing, you know, and I got... They probably cause cancer or something. I don't know. know. But anyway, um, <laughs> they were canvas, and I made, and they've been carried for all these years. Yes. Uh, all right, everybody, you can get to us on Instagram. We're at SoHereCom, and ZD, take it away. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Oh,